Amen. God is good. Let's take our, take our seats. Good to have you here this morning. You're happy to be in church this morning? You're happy watching us online this morning? Good morning to you too. Good morning. We're going to do things a little bit different this morning. And uh, I've got my lovely wife with me. Um, and uh, we're, we're going to just relax and sit up here if that's okay with you. Here we go. Um, we're talking about uh, today about being in the Spirit. And I've had this uh, thing in my mind where John on the Isle of Patmos says, um, I was in the Spirit on the Lord's Day. So I looked up various theologians and these intellectuals and trying to see what they thought it meant to be in the spirit. And then I thought, you can't ask an intellectual <laughs> and theologian what it means to be in the spirit. You have to actually experience it for yourself. So um, we were talking and I said, well, why don't we um, talk about this together? And um, the subject in the spirit is, is where we're starting. So we're going to look at what Jesus said, where he promised the Holy Spirit. Um, we're going to look about the fulfillment of the Holy Spirit in the early bit of Acts. And then we'll conclude with John uh, in the Spirit in Revelation chapter 1. Um, but Jesus promised these things. And it wasn't for the intellectuals, it was for those with simplicity of heart. He said, if you're like a child and you ask your heavenly father for something, will he not give you the Holy Spirit? And so it, we know it's a gift. And Jesus said, the Holy Spirit will come and it will help you. And in my name, you will do things by the Spirit. And he says, you'll, you'll cast out demons, you'll speak with new tongues, you'll lay hands on the sick and they'll recover. That's Mark 16. But by the Spirit, we can do things. That's one point we're going to talk about. See, the Holy Spirit was meant to be this gift for God's beloved, for those who believe. And Jesus promised the helper, the advocate, the one who would come and, and speak to us and help us. We're going to look into that this morning and empower us. Um, but throughout the Old Testament and the New Testament, the Holy Spirit gave God's people these abilities, these special abilities. And it was prophesied, wasn't it, that the uh, Holy Spirit would be poured out on all believers. And this is what we see where Peter preached. Peter, after receiving the Holy Spirit, they go from sort of hiding because uh, Jesus has been uh, crucified, to actually being empowered and up there preaching the word of God with boldness. Thirdly, there's an unveiling of a message that comes through the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is something that comes upon us and we hear something. And then we don't just hear the word of God, we're supposed to speak out that word of God. So we'll get into that in a minute. Um, okay, Rosalind. Right, so I'm going to read the scripture from John 14, verses 12 and 26. And it says here, Jesus said, Truly, I tell you, the one who believes in me will also do the works that I do, and in fact will do greater works than these, because I am going to the Father. But the Advocate, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you everything and remind you of all that you have all, sorry, mind you, of all that I have said to you. So here it says, right at the beginning, it says, those who believe. 
who believe in me. So do we have anyone in the house this morning who believes in Jesus Christ? I see your hands. So obviously this scripture means it's for us. Yeah? It's not just for certain people. It's for us because we believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. Oh, and the next scripture, sorry. And <laughs> um, the next scripture is in John 16, and it says, Jesus said, I tell you the truth. It is to your advantage that I go away, for if I do not go away, the helper will not come to help you. But if I do go, I will send him to you. When the spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all truth. I love that. He will guide you into all the truth. For he will not speak on his own, but will speak whatever he hears, and he will declare to you the things that are to come. What a promise, amen? So I love that. So in the first scripture, we've got he who believes, so it's for us. And it also says here, he's a helper. He is a helper. I tell you, Lizzie Hunt and I, we often go, oh, we'll ask the helper. When we're like, or we're praying, and we, we just go, oh, let's just ask the Holy Spirit. Let's just, uh, and without fail, we get an answer, or we know what to pray for, or we, we know where we're going. Don't we, Lizzie? Yes. So he's our helper. Amen. This is true. And if you've never experienced what it means to uh, be in the Spirit, and maybe you don't know what that means, um, and maybe you'd like to experience something like that, where it's not just you're reading some scripture, you know, that was written some 2,000 years ago, the, the Spirit brings the truth of God's Word into us, and into our lives. It becomes something living and active. Uh, is it the Apostle Paul says, the letter kills, but it's the Spirit that gives life. And now we can read these documents that are ancient documents. We can read them by the Spirit of God, and it comes as truth in our lives. And we all need, we all need some truth. You know, if we're, if we're not living in the truth, we're deceiving ourselves. And God wants to bring us into the place where his word is true in our lives. And we see the spirit operating. And when you're in the spirit, I'm not talking about, you know, necessarily going into a trance or, you know, the spirit takes over and all of a sudden you're just someone else. There's not... There's not the spiritual life and then there's the physical life. You know, it's not some dualistic theology here where, you know, there's a separation. God wants to bring those two together that we walk in the Spirit every day. It's part of our everyday life. It's something that, not just something that comes once and then it's like, okay, that's fine. I've been baptized in the Holy Spirit. I've been baptized in water, you know, and now, okay, I'm left alone to struggle with my life every day. No, something about being in the spirit, uh, you know, where God says that, yes, the physical is important, but yes, the, spirit, the, the spiritual is important, but actually, when those two come together, yes, you're a human being, but yes, you are also in the spirit. And if you've not, um, uh, if you've not experienced anything like this, I know this, this couple of weeks we're leading up to Pentecost, and Pentecost we know was the time when they poured out the Holy Spirit um, but the disciples didn't get it just as a one-time thing. I think we think that the Holy Spirit came for those uh, 11 or 12, 12, wasn't it, 12 um, apostles. Um, but history tells us there was 120 people um, up there filled with the Holy Spirit. And we think it was just given to the, the elected few. But as we approach Pentecost, 
you know, let's remind ourselves of what happened there. Because Jesus said, the Holy Spirit will come upon you with power and to be my witness. The Holy Spirit gives you the thing to be witnessing about. But that witness is, I mean, get some theology here. That word is martyr, you know, which means if you're a witness, it's someone that's given up their life for the message. So witness has a different meaning, doesn't it? So the Holy Spirit comes and everyone thinks they're drunk and everyone thinks they're, they're talking with these funny languages. And Peter standing up with there with the eleven raised his voice, men of Judea and Jerusalem, let this be known to you and listen to what I say. Indeed, we are not drunk, as you suppose. It's only nine o'clock in the morning. No, it, this was spoken through the prophet Joel. In the last days, it will be, God declares, I will pour out my spirit on all flesh. Your sons, your daughters will prophesy. Your young men will see visions. Your old men will dream dreams. Even upon my servants, both men and women, I will pour out my spirit and they shall prophesy. Prophesy means to speak out the word of God. It's not always about speaking out something that's happening in the future. Although that is a prophetic word, can be that. But speaking by the Spirit of God is prophecy. And the Spirit of prophecy is Jesus Christ himself. But the Holy Spirit empowered those first disciples. And it was more than just a religious one-time experience. The Spirit was something, is that every day? Every day, don't we, Ros? We live in this. We live this way. We do. We live in it every day. Amen. I'm going to give a little um, example um, of something that happened, well, it often happens, it often happens. So I went out for a coffee with a friend um, not long ago, and I was just sitting there listening to them, and they were telling me, they were pouring out their heart about something that they were struggling with at the time, and I wasn't sitting there thinking, Lord, give me a word, come on. You know, I wasn't like this. I was listening. I was literally just listening and having compassion and really just, you know, my ears were all open. And all of a sudden, out of my mouth spoke these words and it didn't take control. I don't want you to think it just took control and I didn't have control of my mouth. It was a thought. I said the thought. And as I spoke it out, um, and it was encouraging, I'd like to say, always encouraging. <laughs> it was encouraging. As I spoke it out, my spirit was just like bubbling inside me and I was kind of like, oh, I know this is right. And that person suddenly went, oh my gosh, yes. And they had the revelation and it was, you know, they understood and it was like my spirit talking to their spirit so they could get their breakthrough and they could walk in that. And it wasn't preempt, it wasn't planned. Obviously the spirit knew and he, you know, he was able to use us, but it's lots of things like that in our everyday life. So I encourage you, do lots of coffee with people. Yes. <laughs> no, it's not just coffee. You could be going anywhere and just have a word for someone without realizing it. Yes. It's, so like in um, the book of Acts, they went through some threatening and challenging times. Peter and John were arrested and um, threatened and said, don't you dare preach the word of, of Christ anymore. Um, so you got Acts chapter four on yours. Yeah, do you want me to read that? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So they're they're faced with threats and the governors. So they prayed, and it says in Acts four thirty one, when they had prayed, the place in which they were gathered together was shaken, and they were filled with the Holy Spirit and spoke in in word of God with bold. They spoke, sorry, the word of God with boldness. You wanted to say something about that, didn't you? Yes. So. Um, I think it was our wedding anniversary. We were out for a lovely meal in Cambridge, 
And um, 27 years. 27. Wow. Give her a round of applause, everybody. Yes. <laughs> Actually, maybe you. <laughs> and a medal. And uh, I won't talk about life sentences because, you know, anyway. Moving along. Moving along. Anyway, so we're out for our wedding anniversary, and um, we had a really lovely, lovely waiter. And it just a thought came to me, and I said to him, you know, I said, you're a man of faith, aren't you? You're, you're a Christian. And he goes, I used, I used to be, and I've, I've gone away from the, the Lord, and I've stopped going to church, and he had a young child, he had a young yeah. baby, and life was just difficult. And, um, but just something was like, I can speak to him. And I, and I, and I said to him, it's, it's time to come home. It's time to come home. Just really simple like that. And I just thought, that is a word of knowledge, if you like, for, for him. And I, I, don't, I haven't seen him since. And, um, he but he was really encouraged. And it, probably after a better tip, I don't know. But he was, <laughs> he was really thankful. And um, I thought, there's something in this, you know, that, um, you know, in our everyday conversations, we can be speaking out what God says to us. Bring a word of season, the scripture says. Bring, give a reason for your hope. And we can operate in this. We can operate. There's so many spiritual gifts and with prophecies, speaking in tongues, um, uh, interpretation of tongues, uh, ministry of healing. Um, you, you know the list I'm talking about. There's so many of these that we can operate in. And sometimes we think, oh, that's just for the church. You know, that's just for the, the Sunday morning or that's just for the small group. But actually, God wants to, uh, us to operate in the spirit, as in, as if we're supernaturally natural, and it doesn't have to be a thou and thus and um, thus says the Lord, or I believe I have a word for you, and, and start shaking shaking your hand or changing your voice, like, you know, whatever. Um, it can be as natural as supernaturally naturally can be natural. Mm, yeah. <laughs> My final final point today is the Revelation chapter one verse ten. And John, he says this, I was in the Spirit on the Lord's Day. And we think the Lord's Day, we think he meant Sunday. Um, but anyway, the Lord's Day. And I heard from behind me a loud voice like a trumpet. And trumpets would announce things. That would kind of be a royal thing. You know, when the king or someone's coming in, there'd be a, a trumpet to announce them. I was at, uh, we were at my graduation last week. And um, they had these soldiers with the big fluffy hats um, and were trumpet players, and they marched all in. It was all pomp and ceremony in a cathedral in Chester. Um, but every time they'd want to say something grandiose or, you know, I welcome you into the honor, blah, 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 um, there's these trumpets, and they were loud. You know, they didn't amplify them, but those trumpets, they filled everything. And I think when God is trying to say something to John, He's announcing it. And John turns around, we know, and, and he sees Jesus and he has that vision of Jesus. And Jesus says to him, I have a message for you. You need to write this down and you need to teach it and proclaim it. And of course, we know John, historically, uh, he was in the church in Ephesus. And that was where he was um, looking after Mary. And we think that's where Mary's buried. Um, or some people believe she wasn't buried, but I won't go into that. Um, 
But, but John's there looking after then he's arrested and he's, uh, they try to kill him and it doesn't work and you know, they, they boil him in oil and then he somehow survives that and then they exile him on the Isle of Patmos. So he's not there on this little island having a holiday. He's not there with his mojito and his sunbed. You know, it, that's not the situation here. He is struggling. You know, he's probably in pain. He's in difficulty. He's isolated. He's alone. And, but he's still in the spirit. And I just thought that's so encouraging that, you know, whatever we're going through, whatever challenges that we face, we can be in the spirit and the spirit can be in us. And it's that partnership that God's looking for. You know, that the Spirit will be with you always, Jesus said. As you go, my Spirit will be with you. And I think, as you go, are we, is it because we're not going, we're not feeling the Spirit? Is it because we're not speaking out the things that are coming to us, that we're not hearing God's voice? Maybe we are hearing God's voice, but maybe we don't have that boldness to just speak it out. But I tell you, the fruit comes when you speak out the Word of God. I tell you, I'm getting just all anointed feeling about it now, about you, but let's, let's operate in this and let's live in this. And let's not just have the Spirit, you know, in our special private prayer times, although, you know, Jesus talks about that in Matthew chapter 6. Um, Jesus talks about taking that time, you know, closing the door, having your uh, time with God and praying in secret, that, and, and the rewards of praying in secret then come in the public. And he teaches his disciples to pray, doesn't he? Um, but John has this vision. And it's not just that he can have a nice vision, a nice time and prayer time. It's that he can bring a message. And, if the, and then he goes on to say, doesn't he, if we have ears to hear, let's hear what the Spirit of God is saying to us as a body of believers. And then he goes on, doesn't he, in, in Revelation 3, talking about not being lukewarm, you know, not being half-hearted, not being spiritually lazy, you know, but actually sowing into the Spirit, the Scripture says, and of that we will reap. We will reap. And if you sow to the flesh, you reap accordingly. We, we know that, don't we? Yes. Did you want to interrupt? I mean, say something. No, I was saying, isn't it? I think it's fantastic that he was in such a difficult place and time in his life, but he knew where to go as in he knew, I need to pray. And we've had times like that, haven't we? We're like, we need to just go pray. Or one of us, like, you know, sometimes some, something's difficult in the household, raising children, which us are all older now, but anyway. And there have been times where we were like, I just need to go pray. And we, but we know where to go. We draw from the Spirit. Yeah, let's draw from the Spirit of God who gives us wisdom, who gives us patience. Oh, I need that with teenagers. The, the fruits of the Spirit. That's I used to confess song. every morning when my kids were teenagers, I used to literally get up and go, Lord, I embrace the teenage years. Basically saying, give me strength. <laughs> but we got through them. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> it's, it's true, isn't it, that the Holy Spirit helps us in our weaknesses. And sometimes we don't know where to pray. Sometimes we don't even know where to begin. Yeah. But the Holy Spirit helps us. And we said today is not just a, not about theology today. Today is about practice. And, and it's in our quiet times we practice listening to the Holy Spirit and listening to what God is saying to us. And maybe you need to take some time this week, maybe on your own somewhere, just take some time. But actually, it's, the fruit is born in your relationships. 
Holy Spirit yes. helps yeah. you, yeah. helps us every day in the practical things, yeah. in how we live, in our children, in our workplace. No, and it's not like we're meant to do this alone. God wants to help us. Right. Amen. 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 Yeah, let's just take a moment, shall we? Just maybe close our eyes. I know some people do things in, um, in, to get into the mode of prayer. You know, some people close their eyes and um, put their hands together. And some people uh, go on their knees. And it's almost like a change of posture tells our brain to go, okay, it's time, it's time to listen now. And, and prayer isn't always about just us telling God everything that we're upset about, although he's quite happy to hear those. It's also about us listening mm. and us having the opportunity to do that. So, what I do most mornings um, is I'll find somewhere in the house um, and just put on some music. And I often just put music on a worship. We're going to play some in a bit. Um, and it's just music. It's not a worship song. It's just a worship music um, background. And I'll have my old, my old Bible that's highlighted so many times because I've had it over the years and my iPad, and I'll just, I'll just start by worshipping God. I'll, I'll start speaking in English, thanking God for who he is, thanking him for my daily bread. You know, the, the, um, it, the Lord's Prayer says, Our Father who art in heaven, holy is your name, hallowed is your name. And I just will center on that, and my whole brain and my whole being is focusing on the goodness. Whatever I'm going through, you know, all, everything could be going around me that's not good, um, but I'm just focusing on the goodness of God. Because there's always something you can thank God for, don't you think? You know, there's always something. There's always something. You can find always something. And you just go on that. And then before you know it, I'm worshipping. I'm singing along with the music. And I'm going further than that. And maybe I'm praying some needs. Or I'll find a scripture. The other day I was praying. And I just opened my Bible. And there was a scripture in Ephesians. It's one of my favorite. And it's an awesome prayer. And I was just praying that for myself, for my own family. And then before I knew it, I was praying it for people that God was putting on my heart. And it was just an overflow an overflow. It's like how wide, how deep, that we'd all know how deep and how wide his love is for us. Anyway, so it was, it was just an awesome time of worship. And sometimes there's a time of quiet. Sometimes there's a just, you just sit there and you listen and you're in his presence and he's bathing on you and, you know, just loving on you. Um, but also I encourage you to listen or read the word every day. I've got the Bible app um, Nikki Gumbel, it reads to you. I'm on my dog walks and I'm listening to the Bible app. Um, and I just, I really get revelation from it. I'm like, wow. You know, the other day I really heard something. I was like, wow, heard it 20 times. But wow, again, it just spoke to my heart and set me up for the day. So I encourage you, do this daily, even if it's five minutes, two minutes, two hours, whatever. It does, sets yeah. you up for the day. It does, yeah. Yeah. And... So sometimes it might, when you first start, it might feel like, you know, you're putting something on or it might feel unnatural, you know. But as you, as you persevere and as you give the Spirit time, the Spirit comes. It's almost like he's this gentleman that just waits for the invitation. And, and it's us that have to open the door for the Spirit. It's us that have to say, come fill me. You know, the, the Genesis chapter 1, the Spirit of God hovers above the empty void. 
It's like the Spirit wants to fill any void. Any space that we'll give the Holy Spirit. Let's just give the Holy Spirit some space and time right now. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Maybe you're watching at home and you're thinking, what is this all about? So we take that time. Thank you, Jesus. Come, Holy Spirit. Come, Holy Spirit. Come, Holy Spirit, more powerfully. Come, Holy Spirit, more. Fill us. Fill us afresh. Fill us afresh. Come, Holy Spirit, come. 